Man Talk on 702. Dr. Heather Blaylock is my guest, medical doctor with a special interest in sexual health. Uh, Dr. Blaylock, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your time. Evening. Thank you so much for the invitation. So we've been having a conversation uh, with a urologist over like two weeks, I think. And out of that conversation, you might have heard me um, sort of uh, mm-hmm. talk about it in my introduction. It became, it became apparent that there are certain notions, certain attitudes that as guys uh, we sort of have about sex and how we show up in sex. And it almost sounds as though we want to win a contest. It almost sounds like a, a duel of sorts that we must... And I'm interested to find out from somebody perhaps who's thought about these things as to why, and by the way, it's not every man, right? But it's just a significant number of guys that uh, in the way that we were having this conversation seems to suggest that there's a a need to win something, to, 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 to come out triumphant, to conquer Mm. something. Mm. And I'm, and I'm interested to find out where does that come from and what is the effect of that kind of thinking? So I think generally because men have higher, higher levels of testosterone, the testosterone is driving their desire. It's driving the craving for sex. It also drives men to be goal-orientated, to be providers, to be leaders. And um, men are also expected, I think, in a lot of, uh, situations to still take the lead in the bedroom um, and so they do also feel some pressure performance men worry a lot about penis size so they're also very concerned about their body image and sex for men is related to their confidence their self-worth and they almost need it for validation uh, sex for men is not always about having necessarily a connection because they have a different drive for for the for the dopamine release. So the orgasm and the ejaculation and the release of dopamine um, as an as an act, not necessarily always as a as a loving, connected performance. It it sounds to me that I mean, based on your on your answer, Doctor Blaylock, that mm. that there's an, a, a physiological, biological imperative that that influences a particular behaviour, and it it sounds it sounds very very deterministic. In other words, it, it feels like there's very little we can do about that. <laughs> well, it's kind of primal. Yeah. So so we're all sexual beings. And to have a good sexual, healthy sex life is, is paramount for everybody. Um, if they're having a relationship with themselves or, or with a partner, we know that it is good for our general health. It's good for our mental health. Um, and yeah, men are just driven to be, to be the, you know, the head of the house. Yeah, yeah, you know the whole hunter gatherer. Yeah, but tigers don't 
cry kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, men will often talk about they like to hunt. Yeah. You know, and then once they've won the prize, uh, then they lose a little bit of interest. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I imagine, uh, Dr. Blaylock, that that's not all bad. I mean, uh, we live in a time where we are very sensitive about issues of GBV. We're very yes. sensitive, for example, about issues of the toxicity that can uh, that can be, you know, that can be found in those kinds of machismo sort of uh, attitudes. But I suppose it's it, it, there's it's it's not always bad to be assertive, to to be uh, seeking the leadership uh, sort of. Uh, position it's not always bad or or is it never good no no i don't think it's it's always bad because you know that's how we've been socialized even though things are changing now because women are seen in the workplace and the home place and socially to be more equal there is how we've been socialized that that is going to be very difficult to change and in certain cultures and religions, it's not ever going to change. Um, and uh, I think as long as the men remember to be gentlemen and respectful um, of of their prey, of their <laughs> of their um, potential encounters and their partners. Uh, it's, you know, it's nature. It's I, difficult. I, I, it's difficult. I, I, you know, you, you can't. You, you yeah. can't take the testosterone out of a man. Sure. And that is what that is what is the driving force. Sure. sure. So, so here's the question. Mm. One one of the things that came out of that conversation was that there's a lot of anxiety. Yes. Uh, in men, especially during the sexual sort of encounter, uh, yes. uh, when, for example, there is a little bit of. Uh, of insecurity, um, that insecurity can really create a situation where um, where men lose their erection, and that creates yes. even more uh, insecurity. Um, and not because there's a biological or or a physiological problem, but because maybe there is a, an issue of shall we call it confidence? Um, yeah. And the reason why I mentioned that is because if there wasn't this predisposition to wanting to win, <laughs> to be triumphant, to conquer, yeah. right? If there wasn't that predisposition, the the need to 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 be present with a an almighty erection would not be as severe as what it is when when we find ourselves in a moment of vulnerability as men. And, and and that's why I'm a little worried about the idea that, you know, testosterone or the biological imperative is so strong that, uh, it, it, you know, we as men don't have a chance here. We, we, it's, it's determined. It's predetermined. That's it. <laughs> okay. So not all men have high sex drives, just the same as not all women have low sex drives. Yeah. Um, we also talk about most of sex being in the head. So you can, just with your thoughts, uh, turn off the arousal. We can, as women, switch off the lubrication. We can 
lose the erection because the anxiety, so it is actually linked physiologically by the the nervous system, so the parasympathetic nervous system versus the sympathetic nervous system. So, you know, if you're anxious, you, you're going you're gonna to switch off that part of you that's supposed to be relaxed, that you need to get an erection and maintain an erection. Yeah. Um, and when men have one incidence of a failure, so either to maintain an erection or to get an erection, the next sexual encounter, they have enormous Pressure. anxiety. Yeah. And just that anxiety then will determine that it's going to happen again. But but, but th- that's all predicated on the idea that that we are entering this this union, this this mm. intercourse on the basis that I must I must win. And that mm. is the, the issue that I think perhaps we, we need to talk about as 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 men and, and, and with professionals such as yourself to say maybe maybe even your partner's not looking for that. Maybe your partner's looking for another sort of relationship sexually rather than you wanting to take it to win it you know uh, that there's 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 something else that that is looked for in that relationship other than a great big win with a very big hard on <laughs> so society also has socialized men to think that they always must be ready for sex and they will always have this amazing hard erection. Yeah. And we know that that is not always true. And so... Or always possible, that, right? Yeah, or always possible. And so yeah. just from that, that thinking, it puts a lot of pressure on men. And if you have a group of men standing around a bra and if they were all... So they all think that their mate is having much more sex than them. But the mate is thinking the same back. And um, so there's also this idea among men that all men are having a lot of great sex all the time. Sure. So, so it's exhausting just to think about. <laughs> yeah, so it can be, it can be exhausting. Yeah. But but also we must remember now a relationship should be about sharing. Yeah. So there should not be a power dynamic in a, a relationship whether you are having sex or not unless a power dynamic is part of your sex play. Yes, yes, gotcha, yeah? Yeah. And so a gentleman should really be worried about pleasuring and concentrating on pleasuring his partner. And if it's a female partner, hopefully and preferentially allowing her to orgasm before he does, because otherwise, you know, the show couldn't be over. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that sex should be used as power. To what extent, to, to, to what extent, Dr. Blaylock is... Are the notions around sex 
that most men have uh, emanating from a particular age. In other words, mm. it, 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 it sometimes seems to me that there is an arrested development in the way that we understand uh, sex uh, as men, that we, we, we got to understand sex when we were teenagers or maybe young guys in our 20s when, no. when we were very virile, right? When we were extremely yeah. virile. And then we just didn't grow further than that. And so the notions that come from that phase of our lives uh, remains the reality in our minds even as we grow older. And so we expect ourselves to be performing uh, the same way that we were when we were in our teens and in our 20s. Uh, but we didn't allow ourselves perhaps to, to, to evolve and, and mature and grow in our understanding of how we should perform as we grow older. So it's almost like an arrested development sort of syndrome um, that remains in the way that we understand sex, our relationship with sex, uh. our relationship with our sexual partners that is born out of the virility of teenagehood and perhaps early 20s? Absolutely, because when you, in your, yeah, when the, that testosterone is surging in your, when you're a teenager in your early 20s, you guys are unstoppable. And um, there's also this great lack of education. So nobody's talking about sex, nobody's talking about masturbating, nobody's talking about how to treat a partner. Uh, what is healthy, um, how to take care of yourself. Um, and we also know that with aging in general, our bodies slow down and change. Mm-hmm. So with aging, uh, for example, men will eventually experience some kind of erectile difficulties. And we know that men, as they age, need more penis-focused attention, um, just as postmenopausal women, for example, need more time for arousal. Mm. Um, so there are physiological changes that are happening normally. Um, men do not like to feel that change and to experience that change in their, in their masculinity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, yeah. Yeah, I want to read you some messages. By the way, give us a call, guys. Oh, double one eight eight three oh seven oh two. It's a safe space. Um, and, and I, I want to also say, Doctor Blaylock, that mm. obviously there are uh, physiological issues, issues that have to do with the mechanics of the body that may affect your erection. Right? Yes. Uh, I am interested, however, in the psychological side of things, where, where, because of of societal expectations because of the way that we've been uh, socialized, the way that we've been taught, Mm. that we enter the bedroom, as it were, with certain ideas that may may sabotage us. Uh, And therefore, we find ourselves not enjoying the sexual encounter. uh, And and, and if we do enjoy it for the reasons that, uh, that we've been talking about now, maybe our partner doesn't enjoy it. And maybe there's a conversation yeah. that needs to be had about how do we have sex? Uh, you, you know, I mean, uh, how, how should we have sex? How, uh, and I'm not just talking about the mechanics of it. I'm not talking about copulation. 
I'm talking about the attitude and the approach to sex that we should have that you know the the attentiveness the lovingness mm-hmm. the the the, the I, romance I, the romance i find that it is something that is not taught am, amongst men of all cultures mm. we we seem not to have and it is such an important topic that that men are not taught how to make love yeah so it's like a dance you know it's like this beautiful sensual yep dance with your partner that should be, you know, potentially slow and heat up or, um, you know, there's always time for, for that quickie and appropriateness for the quickie, but yep. we are not educated. And, and even women do not know their own bodies. So if you are now going to engage in a sexual encounter with a partner and you don't even know your own pleasure... How can you communicate or show your partner how to pleasure you? And so the best sex that you're ever going to have with your partner is if the two of you can communicate properly and openly about it, about what you like, what you don't like, what turns you on. Um, You know, some things can be like like an immediate turn off for people, Um, you know, silly little things. Uh, and, and, and men are concerned about, about, yeah, penis size. And also, because they don't know a woman's anatomy, if they don't know a woman's anatomy, thrusting is not necessarily pleasurable and certainly not for more than five minutes, seven yeah. minutes. Yeah. But that is what they see on porn which is where a lot of our youngsters are getting their education from. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if they don't understand that women, two-thirds of women's orgasms are from clitoral stimulation, you know, then they're going to be missing the mark almost every time. Like literally. Uh, give, give us a call. <laughs> give us a call. 11 My guest is Dr. Heather Blaylock. We're talking about sex. We're talking about men's sex. And men's attitudes towards sex. And my brothers, I'm I'm worried that we're not having good sex. Give me a call. I'd love to have mm-hmm. that conversation with you. I, I'm worried that because we have not been taught how to make love. And the 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 the, 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 the teachings that we've received were when we were boys, really. And we, we never grew up to understand how to do this thing. And I find that tragic, uh, uh, Heather, because... Surely, surely something that's so important Mm. should be taught, right? It should be taught. It should be taught. We need to understand what the attitudes should be, how we should enter that union. And clearly it's not taught. Uh, And so guys walk into the bedroom wanting to win a duel. And, 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 and it's not, it's not, it's not pleasurable in any way for anybody. Uh, I, I just have visions, I'm sorry, of like King Arthur with a big sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine was more like Shaka Zulu with the Asagai. But, uh, okay. but, but, but there it is. Yeah. So, 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 so my, my concern is that much of the anxiety that we feel in the world today, mm. if we knew how to make love, Mm. would be dispelled in a flash because then we'd know, we'd know how to make love. And I think a big part of the reason why 
particularly guys and guys it's not a guy bashing conversation please understand it mm-hmm. it's not a guy bashing conversation i mean uh the, the lady has just come back to me she says aubrey but on the flip side some women need to understand that factors like anxiety play a role in men's ability to sustain an erection and my my mm-hmm. my thoughts heather is that we have not been taught how to be vulnerable to each other yeah that is something that men find difficult to be um and in the patriarchal societies and cultures and religions which we have a, a dominance of really in this country yeah. um uh yeah it's 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 difficult because in some cultures now, it's expected that the woman is only there to pleasure her man. You know that that she's just a, a vessel for for his pleasure. Yeah. And um and to produce children, and there's nothing nothing for the woman. And and if and if the and if the woman enjoys sex, if the woman is overtly mm. an enjoyer of sex, then she's a harlot. Uh, those kinds exactly. of th- so those there's this double standard all the time. Yeah, so, but 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 my, my problem then, Heather, is is that then how when are we going to enjoy this damn thing? If, if if we if we can't overtly enjoy ourselves in that union, um, uh, so just by having these conversations, yeah. we open up doors and avenues where people are comfortable and feel safe to start these conversations and to come and ask for help. You know, when I have men sometimes in my consulting room and I show them um, like a clitoris, what the clitoris looks like and the vagina and stuff looks like, they're like, their eyes pop out their heads. They're like, oh my gosh, I had like no idea. Because nobody's ever taught them. And in fact, some women also don't, don't even know. Um, so, you know, education is, is, is important. We need to, we need to be talking about sex. Yeah. G- you know, g- give me, such, give me. It's such a natural, it's such a natural, beautiful thing. Absolutely. Give, give me a call, folks. Or double one eight eight three zero seven two. particularly guys, but not limited to guys. Have you been taught how to make love? Has, has somebody sat with you in the appropriate sort of forum uh, in in the in in the conversation that is non-judgmental, that is has has anybody ever sat with you and told you how to make love, how to mm-hmm. how to love somebody in 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 the in the physical sense, how to how to be intimate with somebody, or are the conversations that we grew up with as boys? Yeah, I want to. I don't. I don't want to go there. That 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 are usually very <laughs> vulgar, right? Uh, and and my sense is that here is an opportunity for world peace, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> so men also, what I have gathered is that the number of conquests is important. Yeah, you know? your body, your body count, man. Your body, your yeah. body count is it makes you the man, you know. Yeah, and uh, is that really so? You know, so important because. Are you really having good sex? And sometimes when, when we have these consultations and, and the couple or one of the partners is saying, oh, I'm not interested in sex anymore. I don't want to have sex. 
uh, I don't like it. And then, you know, you've got to ask, are you having sex that's worth having? Because if you're having great sex, psychologically, we want to have more great sex. Yes. But if we're having bad sex once to have bad sex, then you're going to avoid it. You're going to make excuses. You're going to, you know, you're going to duck and dive. No, absolutely. So, so, I, 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 mm. I honestly believe, uh, Dr. Blaylock, that, mm. that if we can tap into the healing power mm. that vulnerability gives us in that intimate sense, setting if we can understand particularly as guys because i sometimes get the sense that women are afraid to express that overtly because of that of that societal sort of um uh, 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 idea that if a woman is overly expressive about her enjoyment of sex then she gets all sorts of sad labels but also the idea that the places we learn about sex and lovemaking and, and intimacy are things like porn, which is an absolute yeah, scam, yeah, an absolute, yeah. absolute scam, right? I mean, yeah. It's a scam. It's, it's absolutely, but nobody's going to believe it because it is so powerful, right? It's so powerful. It, it gets us aroused and all. So, so the only sort of tutory or, 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 or teaching we get about sex is from those, um, Vulgar, uninformed um, uh, places that that take away the power of the beauty and the power of lovemaking. And I'm concerned. The more I think about it, the more I think about about my upbringing. Nobody, nobody sat me down and said to me, "Look, my son." Uh, <laughs> you know, nobody said. I went to a boarding school. I went to a boys-only boarding school. You can imagine the kind of stuff oh that you learn from there, right? So, 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 so imagine. How many of us guys are under the impression that, first of all, we all have to have these huge, huge phalluses, right? Mm. Throbbing with veins. <laughs> Two, that, 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 that we've got to be these, these, these marauding. <laughs> and, you, and you have to have, be able to go all night. Yeah. That's so what how we. Many that's, rounds? That's so how many rounds? rounds. And we talk. About, we talk about rounds. I mean, that, that's that's <laughs> fight language. That's, I mean, I used to be a boxer. That rounds. Yeah. Rounds is for boxing. I mean, now think about it. We 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 bring those ideas into the sacred intimacy of lovemaking, and we bring in the ideas of of of, of knocking somebody out. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, do, I mean, do you see my point? Yeah, I see your point. I, we need to be we need to be almost taught to 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 do a dance together and to be taught sensual massage and to be taught all of these external expressions of lovemaking before penetration because because making love is so much more than penetration. I want to read you some messages, then I want us to take some calls, Dr. Blaylock. Uh, Dr. Blaylock is a medical doctor with a special interest in sexual health. I really think I'm going to have a feature where we're going to talk about sex more often. Really, I think I think, I think so. it's very Absolutely. very important. I'm 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 thinking. Forget the elections, buddy. Let's talk about sex. <laughs>
Sandy Lenkuta says, Ish, bro, Aubrey, your topic really is talking to me. You know, my wife and I have been in a relationship for 10 years now. And I remember when, uh, when we started dating, I was always obsessed about making a squirt. But I never had, but, uh, but it never happened until last year, December. I forgot about, I forgot about that obsession after my wife and I started attending sex classes. I literally started learning sex from the introduction of toys and importance of intimacy. Every time we now have sex, I even feel like we're experts. Uh, I feel like we as men need to be open to learn. There's a lot we don't know, guys, says Sandili. Yeah, I mean, the obsession about one man, I want to make us come on. Oh, that's so beautiful. I, yeah. love, I love what they're doing because. When you've been in a relationship for such a long time, you know, the sex can become pretty routine and pretty boring and it becomes less and less. And if you have the pressure of kids and the pressure of work, you know, sex is often put to the side. Yep. So, um, you know, the fact that they're doing this together, I think, oh, wow, that's really beautiful. Absolutely. And also the squirting is also, you know, something that is still very, you know, debatable about about you know, what it really is. And uh, in the porn movies, it's um, literally like a syringe squirting stuff that you just can't see the syringe, you know, yeah. or, you know, whatever they're using. So, so it's again, not, again, it's, it's, not the, it's a scam real. that is porn. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Justin mm. says, um, hi, Aubrey. Oh, hmm, okay. Maybe let me read something else because that person wanted to be anonymous. I'm sorry. Um, this person says, Hi, Aubrey. I would like to be anonymous. I do have a feeling that I have issues with my erections. Uh, I have decided not to engage in relationships anymore because of my erectile dysfunction. And the women I encounter always have a very high sex drive. And it's not easy for me as a man to just leave a woman hanging without reaching a climax. These days, and that's a problem, Braobs. I think most women these days have a very high sex drive. Women expect us to perform. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, well, I th- because, and I because think we know what we want now. Yeah. We're not, you know, a lot of us are now not scared to say what we want and, and that we like sex if it's good sex. Sure. And um, so if he's having erection problems, you know, he, he really should see a GP to get his blood pressure and his cholesterol and everything tested because it can be an indicator of underlying cardiovascular disease, mm. which he may need treatment for. So don't, don't ignore it. Um, and there are ways that, you know, we can help him to get erections. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and indeed, sometimes it is, as we said, uh, Dr. Blaylock, it's sometimes it is, yeah. it is physiological. It is biology. Yes. But, but I'm, I'm finding more and more that most of the time it's just the anxiety that comes from the psychological pressure, you know? Yeah. Um, and that know? is also often in one off or, t- you know, two off, um, uh, dates that you have with a person, but if you if you are in a long term relationship with with somebody, then those those issues and those anxieties are are less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Then if you yeah, if you like on a first date and it's all hot and heavy and yeah. you know, then it doesn't happen. It can be very disappointing. But yeah. men must also remember that they can pleasure women in other ways. Yeah. 
Uh, absolutely. Let's take some mm-hmm. calls. Um, KG is in Pretoria. Hi, KG. Hi, bro. How are you? I'm well. I'm well, KG. Go ahead, my brother. What's on your mind? Uh, good evening to your guest as well. Sure. Yes. Uh, I'm calling about the premature ejaculation. You know, when you're younger, uh, you could go forever and ever. But when you get older, it, it, it becomes a problem. I, I think that's a big elephant in the room. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, premature ejaculation is—it's a very big—it's a very big problem, and it's yeah. also—it's also, it's also uh, multifaceted, and um, can stem from childhood, from uh, masturbating, from being scared of being caught by your mother. So you know, you do everything fast, and and then it's something that your body can almost not unlearn. Um, it can also be related a lot to anxiety. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there are also some techniques that we can teach men uh, to, to help the problem. KG, let me ask you this question, my brother. Yes. It is, is the, the premature ejaculation, do you think because of your mind, at the, in, the, in, the, in, a, in other words, you, you are unable to control your body through your own mind to, to 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 service your woman because you want her to enjoy as much as possible or do you think it's because of a biological problem i think it's mostly a form personally wise i would say for me it was more age wise when i was younger yes it was yeah i could go on but yeah. now when you get older i think it's mostly because we have kids in the house went for as well phones and you know we just got a new born as well yeah six months old yeah you see yeah. so they've got they've got time restrictions and they're, and they're scared of being caught you know the yes. door being opened by the little kids yes so then so then you program your body to to do it quickly yep. and and often that becomes something quite difficult to unlearn yes when when the circumstances change and so we always ask uh, men when we take a history if it's been lifelong or if it's only in certain circumstances and sometimes if it's only with a certain partner so it can also sometimes be partner related yes 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 see um, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let i'm gonna let kg go uh, okay but but he, he he thinks that it has something to do with his age does it um uh no older 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 men normally get a delayed ejaculation is 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 most common um premature ejaculation can also be associated with uh, serotonin levels so there is like a, a biological genetic basis um for premature ejaculation as well um but it sounds to me like his problem is really situational you see, you see, see, that's 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 what I want to mm. sort of, sort of mm. hold on to. I honestly believe it's also about the centricity of the mind. Mm. If I enter the bedroom on the basis that I want to come very quickly, mm. rather than the centricity of my mind being I want to pleasure my love, my beloved. Yes, that's very different. My my, my sense is. Because I, I want to make her happy. 
my, my orientation is different. My mind is primed yeah. in a different way. So, so I, I get the argument and, I, and I'm sure that there's real room for that conversation to be had about age and uh, premature ejaculations. I'm sure that there is, uh, th- that's not an untrue assessment. I'm simply saying that if, if I'm entering the, the moment of intimacy because I want to come very quickly because, you know, the kids are going to knock and, and, and as you said, that you can really yeah. get yourself to learn that and it becomes your no- yeah. norm. Yeah, it becomes a norm. It isn't necessarily true that it is because of your age. It might be because of a psychological uh, orientation, the centricity of your mind that you are in this thing to come very quickly because, you know, that's what sex is, is about in the way that we've yeah. been taught. But if, if I walk into this room and, and my, 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 my aspiration, my fixation is on pleasuring, on loving, on, I imagine that the the body then follows suit, Heather. Yes, in, ma- in the majority of cases, absolutely yes. If they don't already have, you know, those underlying problems. Sure. So, pre- so premature ejaculation is actually more common in younger men, um, and then as you get older, uh, delayed, um, and uh, delayed ejaculation, especially, can be. Uh, brought on by, for example, taking certain medications after certain uh, procedures. Um, in fact, uh, guys who do a lot of uh, cycling yeah. and who sit on that uh, very uncomfortable tiny saddle on the perineum and block the blood flow and they can damage nerves and they yeah. can have erection problems and ejaculation problems. Um, but I think this gentleman needs to just go with the flow for what he has now and then as his kids and the stress gets less he shouldn't worry that it's going to stay with him forever because i think i think i think i think when kg finds the right moment mm. the, the right mental they, yeah they need to get a babysitter and go to a hotel get, for a night absolutely and i think you're gonna see a beast <laughs> i i think you're gonna see kg produce things that he never knew he could uh this as long as he doesn't make another baby <laughs> he's got a newborn <laughs> and, and 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 i and i think that that what happens is that you you come into your own you you realize that hey i know things now that i can apply in this new way of thinking uh, let's, yeah. let's let's take let's take some calls. I'm I'm I'm, I'm giving away too many secrets here. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas in uh, Mutswedi, hi, bro Tom. Yeah, hello, bro. Oops. Yeah, what is in your yeah. mind, bro? Um, I was listening to this topic also yesterday, but I, I couldn't get through because of uh, load shedding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, sex. It's uh, it's um, it's mutual. Yeah, it's mutual, and it should be, uh, and and. There are a lot of dynamics there. You have covered with the doctor there. You have covered a lot of space, and and you have hit the nail. You know, it's in the mind. If if you are not happy from your workplace or your your mind, it's not you know geared towards the act. Then um, you won't perform. And 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 there is this other thing that 
you know, as you were saying that, yeah, I mean, I'm some shy, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, is that, that combative language? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's young people. That, but when when I do it to to satisfy my partner, you know, sometimes I would I would say no, but this time it's my it's my turn for yes. for for me, and then and then and then I say, but but she must also be happy. I must also make her happy, satisfied. You see, mm. so 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 young people they they play forty five. You and I we play long play LP. You yes, see, yes, because of our age, yeah, and because of understanding the the mutual relationships that we are in. Yeah, but there is this another dimension. You see, some 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 women, you know, they instead of talking openly and seeking maybe advice counseling or medical you know assistance uh, um they would they would you know dehumanize the the partner and say are you are you You've got the nicknames. You are failing. You exactly. can't support. Exactly. Exactly. And and what what that does it takes it takes the 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 love away from the the union, right? I mean, because now we're calling each other names, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that's not a healthy situation. See, see, yeah. for me, for me, for me, uh, uh, uh Thomas. Yes, un- uh, unless we start changing and calling this, this is hate making, but this is supposed to be love making. Exactly. Exactly. Now, mm-hmm. now, and the other things you see. What my experience is that we 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 we, we don't have sizes, both males and females. Yep. And it is unfortunate that even when we enter into matrimony, you know, um, we may be incompatible. Not not um, what not in terms of religion or in terms of mm. our socialization but in mm. terms of the sizes of our organs mm. you know mm. you see and 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 the, the organs are, 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 are you know are hidden mm. you and you, you just love that person because you love you become attracted to that person but the, now when 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 the sexual act comes yeah. you may find that maybe the the you know you want to a, a truck with 22 wheels, you know, in a, a or, 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 or a Mini Cooper in a garage <laughs> of a truck with 22 wheels. You see? So, so, okay, so, yeah, so, so, so those dynamics are there. But, but, but when people understand each other and they understand the meaning ah. of that thing, they understand the meaning of ah. that thing. Yes. Listen, Rato, I've got, I got to stop you there. I've got to stop you there because I think that's where the key is. Let me speak yeah. to Mualenvi in Alberton and then I'm going to let uh, Heather have the last word. Mualenvi, uh, am I pronouncing your name pro- properly? Yes. There you go. There you go. There you go. Mualenvi. Mualenvi. My apologies, my brother. What is your? What are your thoughts? No, my brother. Thank you at least today to talk to you, brother. And, uh, I'm really, really happy for this program you are talking. Thank you, sir. I have a problem. Yes. Uh, nobody teaching me, my brother. Mm. I take a long time for this age of mine mm-hmm. to release. Yeah. So I don't know if a doctor can help, my brother. Oh, 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 you take a long time to do what? To release myself. Oh, oh right, right, right. So, so you yeah. you got a delayed 
uh, uh, process uh, there instead of a of a, of a quick um, Ex- yeah exactly Aubrey and then you see when the doctor said to one of the guy who called said that the uh, 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 the age meant a little bit they take long I yes. was very impressed that he has true yeah yeah so I just want mm-hmm. to know that because sometimes my girl you know when he complains oh, complain that Sometimes you say, no, I, mean, you, I don't know why. So I don't know what's the problem. Molenvi, please listen to Dr. Heather Blaylock as we close. I'm telling you, we're going to have more conversations like this. I'm beginning to realize, Dr. Heather Blaylock, mm. that, 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 that this is, there's, a, there's an existential problem here. There's a there huge is. problem. There is. But Talk. I'm so glad that yep. all these men phone in and are sure. being so, you know, so open. And... Um, our sexual function can be so affected by underlying medical conditions, mm. by smoking, by alcohol, by other substances, by our own self-esteem, relationship factors. You know, it's, 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 uh, sex and relationships are very complex. Yeah. But having great sex and a great connection reduces our stress. Mm improves our communication mm-hmm. we have the release remember of all those beautiful endorphins and neurochemicals that make us feel fabulous and make us feel bonded and connected to our partner um yeah i think we must think about sex as 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 a dance you know as a waltz yeah yeah Dr. Heather Blaylock, it was great talking to you. Medical doctor with a special interest in sexual health. How do people get in touch with you? Um, on the My Sexual Health website. And I have an Instagram, Dr. Heather Blaylock. Much appreciated.